Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Turning Pages, the podcast that celebrates African literature. My name is Vuvu Vena. Today we are in South Africa with a fellow book lover, fellow digital creator, Tehofato Mutlaki. Teho is better known as a time to share books over on booktube slash youtube which is where you can find her channel and the content that she produces we are of a folklore heritage we were conceived in the womb of beautiful words birthed into a captivating world that we've spent eternity trying to name tell retell and paint Wrapped and cradled in stories, in our words create worlds. They transport, they mirror, they convict, they give lashings and hugs. They create and can never be undone. To hide between the pages of a book is to find pieces of yourself before you even were. Welcome to Turning Pages, the podcast that celebrates African literature from the continent and the diaspora. I'm your host, Vuvu Vena. I sat down with Teho or a time to share books at the end of last year to discuss everything that has to do with reading, book recommendations, how we got into or how we fell in love with the leisure of, of consuming literature. And this is how that conversation went. Thank you so very much, Teho, for agreeing to be part of the Lit Conversations. Welcome to the channel. Tell the people a little bit more about who you are, what you do. <laughs> Uh, hi everyone, uh, my name is Tsongofatsomokake, I am a South African booktuber and a South African bookstagrammer, so I do similar things to Vuvu. Um, I love reading and that's why I have a booktube channel and a bookstagram account. I am the first child in my family, I've got a sister, I love watching movies, I'm someone who just loves learning and uh, the reading that I do helps me learn about different people, different experiences, and I love traveling. So this whole lockdown thing wasn't really good for the traveler within me. But finally, we're in level one and hopefully very soon everything will be back to normal and we'll be able to travel. Just tell us what your handle is on, on um, Bookstagram as well as your channel name here, but I will definitely link them down below as well. So my channel name is A Time to Share Books. So the reason why I call it A Time to Share Books is because I focus mainly on on books on my channel. So I sort of wanted to use a channel that sort of highlights that I'll be talking about books. So it's A Time to Share Books. Mm -hmm. I do book reviews. I do wrap-ups. You know, your traditional booktube videos. And uh, my Instagram handle is tehomot29. So it's T-S-H-E-G-O-M-O-T-29. Tell us a little bit more about why you felt that you needed to start a booktube channel, especially in the South African climate, because we're always being told about the literacy levels in this country. Why did you think that it would be something that was appealing to people? Okay, so before I started my channel, I actually used to love watching booktube videos. So booktube, and as much as a lot of South Africans uh, about it now it's been in existence for many years and there are a lot of big booktubers that are not South African so that's how it all starts love with booktube you know the likes of Haley. what's her channel name Haley likes book yes yeah in bookland Haley in bookland yeah so she's the first booktubers that I fell in love with and then after Haley, I discovered many more booktubers and that gave me the idea 
because mm-hmm. I thought, okay, I love reading. Not a lot of people that I know love reading. How about I start a channel and I become part of this community of book lovers? And surprisingly, South Africans actually showed up, you know, and they started supporting me. My friends also started like watching and some of them actually started booktube channels. So yeah, that's basically why I started. You know, I fell in love with the community through watching other people's videos. And I thought that I could also start my own channel so that I can share my love of literature with other people. And I feel for me, that's the thing with good stories and books, right? Is that you can't literally, these things are bigger than what they are. You can't keep them to, to yourself, which is why I love your, the title of your channel, A Time to Share Books, because you want to share your experience of what you've read and you want to see what the other person's experience has been. Can you take us on a journey of your, your, your reading um, introduction and how you got to the point where you were confident enough to say, okay, I've read this and I think it's great or I think it's average, but I want to share this with somebody. Okay, so I've always loved reading. So if you look back to my primary school years, I fell in love with reading, I think, maybe around grade one, but more so grade three, because I remember in grade three, when teacher read as a story written by Ralph Dahl, uh, what was it, James and the Giant Peach. Okay. And for some odd reason, as we were sitting there on the carpet while I was listening to her telling us about this guy, I sort of started imagining it. and the idea of writing started there and reading as well, you know, so I love writing as well. So I'm not sure if I mentioned it earlier, but it's that day, you know, I'm, 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 I'm 29 now, but I remember that moment so well in grade three, where after listening to this woman, when I got home, I just kept thinking of James and the giant peach. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I just started reading a lot. My mom used to buy me a lot of books. You know, my mom has always supported my love of reading. So she bought me a lot of books. When I was at school, I would go to the school library and I would read and read and read and read. Until now, when I can afford to buy my own books, you know, as many books as I want to buy. And um, yeah, I now have this privilege of sharing my life with other people by using my booktube channel i think the confidence comes from a point of continuing reading continuing the habit of reading right because it it sparks another love like you said it sparks a love for for writing i don't think that anybody who's an avid reader does not imagine that they can play around with words and lots of people that read a lot write very well because of, of of that um that combination so what kind of stuff do you write since you're talking about your writing as well. Oh, I, I write different things and it depends on what I'm going through at that point in time. So if I were to publish a book, I think I would probably publish more fictional books than anything else. I don't think I'm ready to tap into the nonfiction world, but then in terms of the type of genre that I focus in, I would say it's fiction. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, I also write, I journal a lot and some of my most Uh, deep and moving uh, pieces of work that I've done are coming from my journal where I'm basically taking myself through a journey of just letting it all out you know either in a form of poetry or just a piece a written piece where I'm just talking about what I'm feeling and what I'm going through so those are the type of things that I'm writing. But like I said, I'm busy with a fictional book that I'm hoping will come out very soon. I'm not going to say much about it, but 
those are the type of things I write. But I write whatever I feel like writing at that point in time, you know, because writing is like therapy for me. So as I write, it's like I'm releasing and letting go. But as I write, I also tap into worlds that I didn't know I could ever tap into. So yes, that's 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 my journey. That sounds so amazing. And I really wish you well on that because we do need a lot more, especially young African writers. We really do need a lot more of that. So I wish you all the best. We'll be sitting here <laughs> crossing fingers and hoping for the best. So what the other thing that I appreciate about your platform is that you're quite a diverse reader, right? We are in a space right now that we want to advocate for the things that are, I would say, important to us in the sense that we are aware that there are certain um, segments of people that have been left behind before in certain spaces, which is why I'm saying I'm also so excited that you are doing something as a young South African writer, because that means a lot to me as a reader as well. And I love how you balance that on your channel. You don't just read plain African fiction. You 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 balance it with different um, different other um, writers from other parts of the world, whether they're Caucasian, whether they're African. So tell me something about this wave that we're seeing of a high appreciation of African literature and how you're finding um, your audience receiving your diversity. Because I'm also a diverse reader and I know that there are people that are specifically looking for African and they expect that because you are African, that's all that you're gonna give them. Okay, I am very happy that people are interested in our stories right now. You know, I think our stories are very beautiful and there's so much that still needs to be tapped into. And uh, seeing people falling in love with African literature makes me excited and also gives me the confidence to continue writing because I can see that our stories are becoming relevant and I wish they had always been relevant. I wish as a young child, you know, when I was in school, those would have been the prescribed books. Mm -hmm. But I think going forward, that's what's going to happen. So when people come to my channel, I have realized that a lot of them are actually interested in the African literature. Surprisingly, so they're also interested in South African literature and that also makes me happy because I do want to see our South African authors growing and becoming big, you know, that you find their books being read by people in other countries. The likes of Bo Angela Makola, you know, her book, The Blessed Girl, has a UK version. So that also gets me excited. So I am very excited, to be honest, that African literature is getting appreciated. And the fact that people would expect me to talk more about African literature because I'm African, I haven't really experienced that. Mm -hmm. I haven't really experienced that. I've because most of my, my viewers are actually also diverse. So you get South Africans, you also get non-South Africans. I don't think there's that expectation from some of my subscribers, but all I'm seeing is that throughout Bookstagram and Booktube, people are getting excited about this wave that you're talking about of reading African literature, especially the Nigerian books. They are sort of popular right now, but I want it to be South Africans yeah. very soon, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I can't wait for that time. Yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And I think that also when you start tapping into the African literature, you start seeing that there is a different style in, in how people from different parts of Africa write, right? And I think that people are, like you're saying, the Nigerian books are more popular now because people are enjoying that style of narr narrating. And the more you, you talk about it, the more you expose people to it and the more they're gonna talk about it. And you're absolutely right. 
very soon when we talk more about the South African authors, that will be a different type of exposure. And it is important. That's, I think that's what makes what we do a bit more um, impactful in the sense that we're not just saying, I read, I read, I read. We're saying you should discover the things that we read because wow, these people have so much talent. And then tell me, are you part of any book club? Because part of the conversation that also goes hand in hand with this is that there's so many book clubs that have mushroomed, seem like they've mushroomed because we're living in a world of technology now, right? doesn't mean that people didn't have <laughs> book clubs before, but suddenly there's this wave that's going on because of online um, exposure. Are you part of any book clubs and how do they help your process of reading and writing as well? Yes, I am part of a book club. So I'm part of a book club called Inception Book Club. So that's the name even on Instagram. So those of you who are interested, you can follow us. It's It was founded by a lady called Bitumelo. And it's quite a big book club, you know, because I think on the WhatsApp group, we are more than 80 women, you know, young women who inspire each other, motivate each other, encourage each other, help each other. So what we have established is beyond our life, like it's beyond the reading. Like what we're doing is beyond just reading together. We even share tips. We have formed a sisterhood. For me, apart from them helping me to read more, I feel like they have given me a lot of tips on a lot of things because we come from diverse professional backgrounds. We have people in the marketing field, in the HR field. So whenever there's an issue that you have, you post it in the WhatsApp group mm -hmm. and they basically help you. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, the book club is also something that has helped improve my reading and helped me to read more. Mm. And has it impacted you in, in any way when you consider, um, or do you even consider your, your potential audience in your writing process? To be honest, you know, when I write, my hope is that the audience will be people of the world and not just women just black people not just south africans so i am writing so that i can speak to the world and not just my own people mm -hmm. because i think when a book is well written uh it can everyone can relate to that book and that's what i want mm -hmm. so as i write i'm not just thinking about women about males you know i want even males to love my books mm -hmm. you know because you find that males will feel that books written by women are too soft and they're not for them I don't want that mm -hmm. I want a man to also read my book and say wow <laughs> this woman you know mm -hmm. so my audience for me is everyone mm -hmm. as I write I'm thinking about how will a man receive this how will a woman receive this how will a white person receive this yeah. how yeah. will a black person receive it how will a South African receive it mm -hmm. how will a non-South African receive yeah. it yeah. and uh, I'm just hoping that once I'm done once my book comes out the world falls in love with it. Mm, mm. Okay. I, li I like that. I like the fact because for me, it ties in with what I'm saying that I've observed from your channel, that you are a diverse reader. And I would assume that a diverse reader does want an, a diverse audience. Even if you can be speaking about your stories from your experience and from whatever you've experienced of life, you still want people to be able to connect with that because of your diversity in consuming literature as well. So I really like that. So what I'm currently reading is this book called yeah. My Dark Vanessa. So it basically talks about a girl who fell in love with her teacher 
when she was 15 years old and now she's all grown up mm -hmm. and stories are coming out that this man has basically been sleeping with younger girls mm -hmm. and so it sort of breaks her heart because when she was with this man when she was still 15 she thought this was the love of her life and she thought that it was a love like it was a beautiful love story so when all these girls now come out and say this guy was sort of raping them and all that pedophilia and all that she sort of first starts by trying to defend this man but also now starts going on a journey of maybe this wasn't as innocent as i thought it was i'm not that far in uh, i'm reading this book with a friend uh riley uh you know oh, riley yes, yeah yes. So we're reading it together it's a buddy read mm -hmm. and i'm probably going to say more about it on my channel we might do a book discussion i'm not sure so i hope i've actually summarized it well because i haven't finished reading it and it sounds but... so interesting from your summary which is sorry to to catch you which is one of the other things that i like when you when you talk about a book you make sure that you don't spoil, but you say enough for somebody else to be interested, right? For me, it's different. For me, I'm, I'm always excited. I'm like, I just want to let you know what I liked. I might spoil, I might not spoil, but this is me just telling you what it is. But I like your your format when you review your books because you, you have a structure, which is what I'm saying I don't have. And even when you're telling me about that, that is enticing to me. And I don't know enough about the book to say, okay, you've spoiled this book for me, but I want to read it. So I, I really like that about your reviews. Yeah. No, thank you. Thank you very much. And then what I'm also planning on reading this weekend, it's one of these two books. Yay. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read this, uh, The Underground Railroad. So I'm not sure if you're aware, but there's a film adaptation coming out soon. Okay. And mm -hmm. our girl, Kristen Baby, is going to be in the movie. Oh. So that actually makes me want to read this book more so that when it comes out, I can actually understand it. Yeah. even more than someone who's just watching. Okay, so the next book that I might read is A Family Affair by Sunya Ati. Uh, she's a author who I actually love. I've read her book, The Gold Diggers. This book is a bit thicker than The Gold Diggers. So I wonder what she's saying in this book, you know, because in The Gold Diggers, she took me through the most, you know. Yeah. But those are the three books that I'm sort of currently reading, more my dark Vanessa than the other two. Then in terms of my recommendations, so I'm going to give you recommendations of books that I read between last year and this year because I'm someone who's been reading like for a very long time. Yes. So my recommendations list is extremely long. Mm. So to keep it five, I'm just going to recommend books that I read this year and last year. Okay. And what I tried to do was to choose books that are a bit different in terms of the themes they cover, in terms of genre, as well in terms of the nationality of authors. So the first book that I will know Oliphant is completely fine. And it touches on mental health, you know, and I think that's why I want to recommend it. So we get to see a bit of depression in, in, in this book mentioned. But I think what makes me love this book is the element of friendship. Mm -hmm. Because she meets a guy in this book and this guy sort of shows that sometimes it's kindness and friendship that can help people get out of a dark place that they find themselves in. Mm -hmm. So I highly recommend this book. All I can say is that at the beginning, it's a bit depressing. It's a bit hard to get into. So if you're not patient, you might think it's not such a good book, but then it's a good book and worth the read. Then the next book is this one. I read it last year. It's An American Marriage by Tayari Jones. It's written in, 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 in letters. 
So the characters are writing each other letters. Well, the first part, the first half of the book is written in letters. And um, that form, I think, makes the story because it's like someone expressing how they truly feel, you know, in that letter. It talks about a couple newly married. Unfortunately, the husband gets arrested for a crime that he didn't commit. And so that shakes up their marriage, you know, and it makes you ask yourself, can a marriage survive? And uh, should the partner wait for that partner or should they just move on? You know, if your husband is going to prison, is going to be in prison for 12 years, do you move on or do you wait for him? Another book, it's a spiritual book. Uh, it's called a Return to Love. I really, really love this book. You know, I think I'm an advocate for self-love. I'm an advocate for loving others. I'm an advocate for loving the world and loving our lives. And this book, it's called A Return to Love. And it basically forces you to just remember that at the core of it all, you know, love is around and you need to just try to make sure that love is what you give and you try to make sure that you are allowing yourself to also receive love. So it's one of my favorite books. And then I love the premise of that book because sometimes people misconstrue the whole idea of love. And I, I love mm. the fact that you're saying that there are parts of it that talk to self-love, but a person who loves themselves and gives themselves that affection can easily kind of um give it to everybody else spread it and i love that i love the premise of that book actually what i love about these books is the execution the 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 style of writing is quite beautiful but even how the story is told so the first one is homegoing by Yagyasi. so she's the Ghanaian author and i think it has 12 chapters it focuses on the descendants of these two sisters Ephia and Essie and so every single chapter we need generation so it starts with a fear and essie then it takes you to the next generation so the book spans over 250 years or 300 years roughly there and uh, we meet a gen a descendant of these two sisters and we basically get to see how the effects of how something that happens to me today can affect my descendants 300 years later, you know? And what I love about it is that it made me think about how people will make comments like, you know, apartheid is gone. I don't know why black people are complaining. And I'm like, but do you understand that something that happened to my great grandmother somehow affects why I'm living this life? Because if your great grandmother had money and then her kids had money and you had money, it sort of somehow can impact the way you're going to live, you know, because you become a trust fund baby. Yeah. But if your descendants were just poor, they were slaves, you might become the first generation who's starting to see that. Because it made me realize how something that could have happened to my great grandmother mm. is actually probably affecting me today. Mm. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's such a beautiful book. I highly recommend it. The other book is Daisy Jones and the Six. I recently finished reading this book and it's also historical fiction. It focuses on uh, a rock band that was very popular in the 1970s. It's written in a documentary interview style. And I think that's the genius thing about this. When you read it, you think it's, it's real because everything about it is believable. You know, I promise you, once you read this book, you might want to check if Daisy Jones and the Six actually did exist. But that band never existed. It's just that the author is that good that she gave us a, a band that seems like it's a real band and it's not. So in this book, we get to find out about how they became the band Daisy Jones and the Six. And then we also learn about how they sort of split up as a band 
because of certain things and that's also part of the story so I'm not going to tell you much but I do have reviews of all these books on my channel mm -hmm. so people who are interested they can go check them out yeah yeah oh thank you so very much i really enjoyed this and i love that it was straight to the point it was crisp and we got what we wanted to get and obviously part of it is i might not have that big of an audience but it's also exposing you to people that might not know that you are there and i think that your personality came through perfectly in this and i really really appreciate that thank you so very much for your time thank you so much for inviting me i really enjoyed this as well i don't know if i can even ask you to share maybe about a book that i can go check out after what what have you read recently that you would recommend to me before i leave but i really appreciate this platform and i really really pray that we get more bookstagrammers that are south african more book African and this whole reading thing becomes very fashionable so mm -hmm. I can't wait for the day when that happens so thank you very very much that's awesome thank you for your time Teho and the one book that I've been raving about this year has been Under the Odala Trees by Chinelo Okparanda she's Nigerian and I think what I loved about it is that it was my first glimpse into homosexuality on the continent right and how she handled that subject was very she, she treated it with the dignity that it deserves. And she allowed whoever was looking out from the outside to have compassion for, for this kind of um, relationship, even if they had any prejudices before. And I love the fact that she based it, or it came, it was birthed from a place of Nigeria having passed a law that homosexuality is illegal in that country. And she was showing that you can't tell, you can't legalize love. Love is love. It does not matter what, people try to do to escape it if they are in love they are in love and I love how that story flows and incorporates all those other elements as well so that's my best book this year I'm raving about it as much as I can because I think that she handled that subject matter very well so that's the book I would recommend that's all for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please don't forget to rate and review this podcast. Any engagement on any of my platforms means a lot to me. And until next time, remember, every page turned is something learned. Keep turning pages. I'd love to hear your thoughts about today's episode. So why not search for me on social media? On Instagram, I'm vuvuvena underscore reads. On Facebook and Twitter and YouTube, I'm vuvuvena reads. And you can also find me on my website, which is www.vuvuvenareads.com. And until next week, I really do love you guys. Bye now.